Welcome to the Become Fire podcast, a ministry of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. If you'd like to learn more about this community, visit them on the web at www.becomefire.faith. That's dot F-A-I-T-H. Now, here are the Friars. Hello and welcome. This is Father Anthony Tinker, along with my once again compadre, the Father Peter Teresa McConnell. Hello, hello. It's good to be back with all of you. Amen. Let's just ask the Lord's blessing to be Amen. upon this podcast. Yeah. I just ask you to send your Holy Spirit down upon us, be with us, just enlighten our minds and enlighten our hearts, especially in this Lenten season, Lord, as we enter in, that we might come to know you in a deeper way. And may I wrap us in this podcast in your mantle of love. Help us to come to know your Son in a deeper way and to know his cross. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. How are you doing today, Father Pity Teresa? I'm doing great. I just realized I don't have my coffee, uh, so I feel a little... Uh, unstable right now but other than that i am doing great good your lens going well my lens is going well we are cruising along uh things are going well and the friar it's nice to to do the lenten penances together it makes it softens the the blow and, and eases the load a little bit so yeah it's been a good lens so far yeah i agree it, it gives you a little bit of you know when guys don't everybody knows what you're doing yeah you're just like okay like i'm and everybody can't with you you can't hide and you have a little strength to like okay mm-hmm. everybody's taking a cold shower too i can do it today <laughs> yeah um so we are going to continue the conversation about uh, confession praise god you know i've had people come up and said i listened to the podcast about confession it reminded me i need to go to confession amen so i went and i was like oh praise god you yeah. know if you just a couple of people get touched amen by this, that's, that's it's, great it's that's what we want blessing. that's what we're doing this for uh, but last week we talked about the preparation for confession, right. that doing the examination of conscience, getting yourself ready. And this week we are talking about uh, the actual practicals of yeah. the con- being in the confessional. Because people, they get real nervous because right. they, like, I don't know what to do. I don't remember acting contrition. I don't know yeah. what to do. You know, Father's going to recognize. And so I want to talk a little about going through it step by step for, for our people so you know and you can have confidence going in. And also what it's like being on the priest side of the screen. The other side So you kind of know what's yeah. going on. Because uh, I know a lot of people get real nervous, like, oh, Father's going to judge me. You know, Father's going to, he's going to know I haven't been in confession in a long time. Yeah. And uh, and and to hear from our perspective, to help put people at ease. Yeah, we want to dispel any illusions or myths or fears people might have that would keep them from just enjoying uh, this really beautiful gift and sacrament that the Lord and the church give us. So I'm excited for this. This will be fun. Amen. So we've done our examination. Yes. We're prepared. Already. I have, I'm examined and I am prepared. We've, we've got our list. If we've written down a list, at least we have a list in our head. We're ready. We're walking into the confession. Right? We've sat in line for a little bit, getting a little nervous, you know, tapping, tapping the foot a little for bit. For sure, yeah. <laughs> kind of like wondering, do I really want to do this? Just hoping the person in front of us is a really terrible sinner <laughs> so that our sins don't seem so bad in comparison. You're paying attention to how long people are in there. Yeah, like, oh, sure. that was a 10-minute or yeah, what did yeah. they do, you know? <laughs> you know, and... Uh, and so we, we, then we're going in, the door's open, we're yeah. walking in, we're going to the confessional. Yeah. We go down and along with the priest, we'll make the sign of the cross, mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Now I typically say uh, a prayer that's in the right. So the, the right of confession has a lot of aspects to it, the right. full right. It's one of those, it's kind of like doing an anointing of the sick. You can do an anointing of the sick in the context of mass and have this whole to do for which we do in those certain situations. Yeah. There are times when you're in an emergency in the hospital, you're just going in, you're going right to the heart of for the For sure, yeah. And uh, the sacrament reconciliation is similar, where we can do a whole long rite with scripture reading, and sometimes you've been to a penance right. service, maybe you've experienced all that, or we can do kind of typically what people experience. For sure. Um, so typically you walk in, you make the sign of the cross. Um, I say, may the Lord be in your heart, and on, um, in your mind and on your heart that you might know your sins uh, and make a good confession. 
And then you typically would say, bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It has been how right. long since my last confession. Right. Yeah. So you say, bless me, Father, for I've sinned. Uh, it has been X amount of days, weeks, months, or years since your last confession. Um, just to give the priest uh, just a sense of, of, of just kind of where you're at uh, in, in your spiritual life and, and, and how long it has been so that, um, so that he can then counsel you uh, in, in, in a way that's going to be helpful for you. Um, so I'm a penitent. Yeah. You're the priest. Yes. Um, I'm nervous. Right. Because it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. I might even not, rem- not remember how long. Right. For sure. And, uh, and so I'm down there and I'm, I'm afraid you're going to, you know, it's, I, I've been, a, it's been a few years. Yeah. You know, bless my father, I've sinned. It's been three years since my last confession, yeah. for example. What goes on in your mind as a priest when you hear something like that? Uh, my initial response when I hear something like that is just praise God. Praise God. Uh, just, uh, I'm just always, I just, I'm just so thankful. I'm like, wow, what, what a gift and a grace this is that for, in, in God's mysterious ways that, that his grace has been working in this person's heart has all of a sudden led him to the confessional. Um, and, and so for me, it is just this moment of, of providence of the Holy Spirit working that, um, that God has been working the whole time, those three years to, to, to give grace and, and to bless this person. And, and all of a sudden, like now's the moment. And so, um, for me, uh, I don't know if maybe this is, I'm a little excited that like, you know, maybe it has been so long and, and I'm just so blessed that, that man, the Holy Spirit is really at work in this person's life. And, and, and so it's, it's pretty cool. Um, on my side of the, the, of things. I feel the same way. I would, if I, especially if I feel the person being nervous, I'll say yeah. something like, welcome back. Yeah. It's good Amen. to have you. Yeah. I just, Cause that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had people come in who it's been longer than I've been alive since they went to confession. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I just, I find it, I'm, I, I, I want to start a conversation and be like, yeah. what inspired it? Yeah. Like, what happened? You yeah. know? And yeah. obviously it's a confessional, so we don't always get, sometimes they bring it up in the confession, mm-hmm. sometimes they don't, but I'm just, I, I, I'm like you. God, I don't know what you did yep. to draw this person after so long back to the yeah. confessional, but thank you, Lord. Yeah. So it's not a heart of judgment. It's actually a heart of excitement. Yeah. Um, so no, just to put beautiful. people at ease, um, to say, okay, it's been too long. That's not how the priest feels. Yeah. We get very excited and we, we welcome you back. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean you should just wait longer so we get more excited. <laughs> but just for those who- it's Oh, been a Father while. will like it if I tell him a longer time. <laughs> no, no, honesty, be, be honest and, uh, and, and, and uh, yeah, don't, don't hide. Um, but I just also do want to add that um, I don't know if this is, is taught very often or very many people do it, but that when you do say, you know, bless me, Father, for I've sinned, it has been so and so long since my last confession, uh, it's also important to then tell the priest your state in life. Um, so for me, I tell them that I'm a priest and I'm a religious. Uh, if you are married, uh, it is it is good to to say that because our state in life can determine uh, the nature or the gravity of of the sins that we commit. So it's also important to do that to let them know that that you're single, that you're married, that you're a priest, that you're religious, and so um, that's also an important part to to communicate to the priest. Yes, um, and you're asking for a blessing too. Yeah, bless me, Father. Yeah, Amen. Bless me. Mm-hmm. Like it's a blessing to be here. I'm going to get blessed by receiving the reconciliation, receiving forgiveness, and it's just asking for this blessing of God. Yeah. You're speaking to the father as a, the priest's father, but also to the father in heaven. Amen. And then you would go in and you go through and go through your sins. Yeah. Right. You're making your confession. Mm-hmm. Um, you're speaking to Jesus Christ. So the priest is sitting there as Christ himself in persona Christi, 
hearing your your sins. So you're you're speaking to God. And uh, what's important to note is that you'd give um, number in kind. So you would go through and say for your mortal sins, for mortal sins, for mortal sins. Yeah. Um, you have to for mortal sins. Yes. I recommend it for the venials gotcha. as well. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for that clarification. Yeah. But yeah, so you have to confess your mortal sins. Period. Mm-hmm. If there are mortal sins that you have committed, which is um, you know grave matter, full knowledge, full consent, mm-hmm. um, which is grave. Obviously, it's a, it's one of the Ten Commandments. The Church will tell you. Look at the catechism. Catechism will tell you. Well, that's grave. Yeah, right. um, it's uh, full knowledge. Like I knew this was wrong. Like yep. I knew this was bad. Yep. And then full consent. Nobody forced me to do it. I did it on my own free will. We chose it freely. More um, often than not. When we're being honest with ourselves, we we know things are wrong and we still choose to do them. Yes. Yeah. No, addiction comes into the play play for with sure. this. Um, unfortunately, there are people who are addicts. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially, I want to just speak to those who are addicted to pornography because it's a yeah. very big problem we have yeah. right now. Yeah. And and that that can that may not necessarily be a mortal sin. It is grave matter. Yes. It is, it is grave. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, you should fully know that it is grave. Mm-hmm. Um, where the consent is on that. And maybe you have a, a drug addict in your family, an alcoholic in your family. You're like, are they? Are they going to go to hell? Um, just to give ease of like, that may not be um, right. that mortal sin. I just want to give ease people's conscience with that. Um, but at the same time, you should run to the confessional if, if you've, you're, have, you're struggling with these things. Yeah. That, that sins like that, um, pornography, um, alcohol, drugs, that... Um, the th- one of the things that is so insidious and so evil about them is how they just corrupt our free will. You know, this, this the free will that God has given us, well, the the great gifts that He has given us, and that these things are are bondages. They make us slaves, and so um, we're not always free in our choices with them. And so that would then be, as you were saying, like a mitigating factor. Still be a sin. Still needs to be sin. confessed, mm-hmm. but whether or not yes. it's a immortal sin. Um, just to help people, but please do run to the confessional. And Amen. you got to do also the things practically in your life. You know, if you've got a computer in your room, you That's know, right. and you struggle with pornography, you probably should get it out. Yep. Or you're just, uh, you're not avoiding the near occasion yeah. of sin. Okay. Uh, and then, so you go through and you take what the sin is, yeah. you know, so if we're talking about mortal sins, right? I committed adultery, for example. Yeah. Um, and the type, and the number, number of times. So it's been mm-hmm. three years since I was confession. And I've done that three times. Yeah. Right. For mortal sins, you got to give what what the sin is and how many times. And uh, you don't have to explain why you did it, right? Sure. Or you don't have to, to to justify it, right? Like, well, my you know my husband was you know it's a bad relationship, and you know, and God God you know he understands. Or I get that sometimes, and I understand. And, and there's probably time for counseling. Mm-hmm. There, especially yeah. if you're struggling with these kind of sins. For sure. I, I highly recommend. There's really good Catholic counselors uh, throughout the nation. Um, go to your parish priest, find some good resources that there might be, or you might need some pastoral counseling. You might need to talk to a priest outside of the confessional, yeah. but just talk about what the confessional is. That's, um, it, it's not a counseling session and, and you don't have to try and justify yourself. You're still before God. Yeah. Like we're just sinners. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think sometimes we often try to justify ourselves. Right. Because we want to say like, well, like, yeah, I did it, but I'm not that bad of a person. Right. And, and that's what's beautiful about the father. He doesn't think you're a bad person. Yeah. He loves you for who you are. Yeah. And it's so beautiful to just admit, like my, not, no excuses, you know, no justifications, just I'm, I failed. Yeah. I sinned. Yeah, no, it's, um, I mean, that's, that's really real. We've all been there. We've all tried to put a gloss over our sins and, and tried to, to put them in the best possible light so, so Father doesn't think that, that we're so bad or, or, or God doesn't think that we're bad. And, you know, I just think there's something really, really beautiful about just 
exposing the sin for what it is, uh, just in all honesty and in, in all truth and all light, uh, so that um, so that the the degree to which we recognize our sinfulness um, is the degree to which we will experience God's mercy and salvation for us. That that. When we try to put a gloss on it and try to put it in the best possible light and, and explain it and justify it, that um, we are in a way rejecting the mercy that God wants to extend. That I don't need, I don't need it, you know. And 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 so you know, His mercy is is so beautiful, so rich, so healing. In that, there's just great power in just the honesty that the Lord tells us the truth will set us free. Um, and just being honest with ourselves and our sins and, and that, that, yeah, I I chose it. Um, I knew what I was doing and I did it anyways. And and God still forgives that. Um, and his mercy um, is that rich, is that deep, is that beautiful and that good. So I just encourage people to, to just be as brutally honest as you possibly can. And God will be as tenderly merciful um, and kind. And, and coming, I'm going to go back to the priest side, like what we hear. Yeah, um, yeah. What I find hilarious is when people try to like hide their sins in the middle of a list, right? The ones they're most ashamed of. Sure, you just slip uh, it in. You just, it's kind of yeah. like, well, you know, I didn't turn in my homework and I forgot to feed the dog and I'm having sex outside of marriage and, you know, I lied three <laughs> times. And, you know, they just kind of like slip, try yep, to like slip yep. it in real It's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I, I so I want to point to that because yeah. I think you're really ashamed. Yes. Of that. And understandable. I mean, yeah. sin is sin. Like our conscience is stirs up and mm-hmm. we recognize we do something wrong. So there's a reality that comes in, that guilty conscience, right? Right. Now, but we don't want to live out of that guilt. Yeah. So the reality of the guilt is a good thing because it tells us when we're doing wrong. Right. We want to have a good foot well from conscience. At the same time, um, we don't have to live in the shame. We don't have to live mm-hmm. in the guilt, which is why we have the confessional reconciliation. It's why we have yeah. God who forgives. Yeah. And so I really want to encourage you, um, the sins that you're struggling with the most, the sins maybe you're most ashamed of, start there. Right. Um, because I think that helps uh, from my side of the veil as the priest. Because when you go with that first, I just know, okay, here's here's where the person, because oftentimes we have to list half a dozen sins, a dozen sure. sins yeah. that we're going through. Yeah. And and I try to, we'll get into that, I'll give one piece of counsel, right? But if I if you're at the very beginning, you're 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 talking about here's here's the thing like the thing yep. that I really that I I feel like is preventing me from yeah. a deep relationship with God is this thing I'm struggling with. Yeah. Um, you just put it right up in front, right here it is. God. I don't want to forget to say it. Yeah, not absolutely. Sure. Like the yeah. priest is going to hear it anyway. Like yeah. and, and and so not to because you, you, it's God you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Like we can get to the sacramental seal maybe for a second. This is really important. As yeah. a priest, I cannot talk about your Amen. confession. Amen. I can never. Um, in any way associate a person with a sin. Right. If ever I say anything that associates any person with any sin that I've heard in the confessional, I am, you know, automatically excommunicated yeah, and I must very, go very to serious. the Pope himself yeah. to ask forgiveness. I can't even go yeah. to my bishop. I, I can't just go to another priest and ask forgiveness. Right. Like it is the seal of the confessional. It is sacred. Um, and we, we take that very, very, very seriously. Very, yes. Uh, no, extremely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm not. We're not going around talking about this. No, for right. sure. So well, this is not dinner time conversation. I mean, I want to repent because I, I definitely I had a conversation with someone uh, recently, and uh, and, he had a, and a priest when he was a kid, a priest would come over, hmm. and uh, you know he'd, he'd hang out and have dinner and have a couple of drinks, and the priest would be like, and he would never like name a person, but he just names him sins. Yeah. He's like, and I feel like I knew what he was too. He was talking about, 
And I was like, oh, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, I know. You know? Um, so if that's ever happened, like if, if you've experienced something, you're like, I think priests talk about this, whatever. Like, I, I, I you know, um, I, I, I really repent and I'm sorry. And those priests should not do They're actually... We <laughs> need to go to the Pope and ask forgiveness if that no, is the it's, case. It's very serious. And um, yeah, I, we can't even say if we've heard someone's confession. You know, someone has, did you hear someone's confession? And we couldn't really implicate that, that we have, have done that because it, then it might identify a, a sin. Or, and so it's, it's, um, there are a lot of, I know, hedges that we kind of give ourselves. And, and um, I even know for me personally that if I encounter something in the confessional and and I want to seek counsel on maybe, you know, how I should approach that in the future that um, I'll wait a long time, actually, uh, so that um, no one can associate um, when I might have heard this in a confessional and who, you know, and things like that. So I, 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 for me, that's a way to try to, you know, because I am, I'm trying to, you know, I want to be the best priest I can be in the confessional, but I also want to just um, really, really, really respect people's dignity and, and, and the, the sacredness of, the, of that moment. And then another point coming from the priest side of the confessional. Yeah. Two things. One, I hear a lot of confessions. So like to remember <laughs> what you did, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I want to say like call out your pride, but it's like, listen, like uh, I've, I've heard worse. Like, sure. Yeah. I, I've, I mean, I've been doing this for almost eight years now. I've probably heard worse than what you're going to confess. Yeah. Um, I've heard all the big ones. Mm -hmm. uh, so un unfortunately, but praise God for the mercy, you know, that yeah. people would come and confess those things. Um, but two, like that, I would remember, you know, your specific sin with you specifically personally, like, it, not, I mean, very, probably not going to happen. Like it's, it's we have way too many confessions and way too many people. And we have, a, we have a screen. So I'm yeah. probably not going to think when I see you outside of the confessional, my first thoughts are not like, For I sure. know what you did. For sure. <laughs> So we, we believe that, that grace builds on nature, and I'm very thankful for this because uh, my nature is a very forgetful one. <laughs> so I feel like the Lord has given me a grace to go with my nature to just, I, I, it's, it is really, um, I don't really remember, you know, uh, the sins that, that people share in the confessional. I, that, I, that, that, and it's not for my person to remember that, that, that I think there, there's a spiritual reality that 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 God has has been given to God and they've been forgiven, um, and and there is a way in which it is like they don't even exist anymore, um, and so um, so I'm just I'm very thankful for that part of my the Lord using my my forgetfulness um, for for his for his glory in the sacrament. And if you ever do want to talk to a priest outside of the confessional about something you talked about in the confessional. Please just bring it up as, as, we, as if you never talked for about sure. it in the confessional. For sure. I've had people come up and be like, hey, Father, can I talk to you about, you know, uh, my confession? And like, then start from zero. Yep. Like start the story from the beginning. Right. Because that is as if it never happened. Right. Right. Because I'm, I'm forget, I probably don't remember. Yep. Uh, but yeah. if I do remember anything, yeah. I'm going to act as if I don't. Yeah. Because that's just how I have to live, you know, because I don't want to in any way associate people with sins. Or, yeah. Um, and then I, I guess uh, another kind of last point before we go on to the next phase here would be um that when when we're when we're actually in the confessional when we're going to confession um that as we're, we're pouring out our hearts there's grace that comes yeah there's grace that comes in confessional to actually respond to these specific sins yes so to even the little things so we, we talked about mortal i'm gonna move on to venial sins right right now. and as if easy the little things like ah it's not that big of a deal now if you forget to confess a venial sin it, you will still you're still forgiven if you honestly just forget. Right. If you intentionally withhold something, um, that's different. But if you 
uh, if you'd like come out of the confession, like oh, I forgot to mention this, and it's not a mortal sin, um, you know, full knowledge, great matter, full consent, mm-hmm. then uh, God forgives because we, we can't remember everything. At the same time, the more we can remember, even those little things, right. there's grace. There's a particular grace that comes in the confessional to give us the grace to respond to overcome the temptations that lead us to that sin. Yeah. And just going just with the the forgetting sins that um, if either you know you know as you're de- growing in your faith and you realize um, oh man like I've committed some mortal sins and I've never confessed them um, that that you know you should bring them to confession now uh, that that your your confession in the past were were good and valid but but you want to bring those to the light now. Um, and if you do forget a mortal sin in the confessional, that you are obligated then to bring it to the next one. Um, that 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 um, if you've genuinely forgotten, uh, which which happens, um, that that you're still forgiven of your sins, but you are obligated, required to then bring it to the next confession. That that you will um, that you will confess it. Uh, that your intention is to confess it. Um, beautiful. So you've just confessed your sins. Amen. All right, and then the priest will give you usually a piece of advice. Doesn't have to. Um, you have some some kind of piece of advice uh, to kind of some kind of counsel, pastoral counsel. Sure. Yeah. Um, I try to keep it real brief. Um, I might ask a question, maybe like of clarification, especially if it's like stealing. Like I stole something because there does need to be retribution, um, right. justice. If so, if like what did you steal? Did you steal a paperclip? You steal a thousand dollars. Yeah. A, and a and you difference. can't, I can't necessarily, I can't be like, well, you have to go, go confess. You know, you have to tell the person who stole the thousand dollars, give it back. But I have to say, well, you might need to give a thousand dollars to the, to the poor or something mm-hmm. to make, uh, you know, a retribution for this sin. Um, but so I might ask some clarifying questions if needed, might give a, a piece of counsel. Um, I really pray, pray for the Holy Spirit's guidance. Yes. Like, and, and so I'm not perfect. I'm not saying everything I say is directly from the Lord, but I do think, it, I, I trust in the grace of the sacrament. Not because yeah. I'm special, but I do think God works. Yes. So I feel so, that, that God leads and he speaks. And so pay attention if the priest does say something. Yeah. And, and that's something to really meditate upon. And, and just, this is for me personally, just um, why I like the screen. Um, is because uh, I know that so much of communication is nonverbal and that I know if someone is looking at me, then I should be giving them nonverbals. And and so the screen allows me not to worry about that. And I can just close my eyes and I can have one ear to the penitent and one ear to the Holy Spirit without worrying about um, what I might be giving off physically to the penitent. So I do think the screen is a gift for a lot of reasons, um, but um, for the penitent and for the priest, but I think that's just one important reason. So the priest can really listen to the Holy Spirit uh, in a very intentional way as you're confessing your sins. Yeah, beautiful. And then the most dreaded part, I feel, for most for a lot of people, <laughs> they have to do the act of contrition. Yes, and it's I, I, oftentimes like Father, I'm not ready for confession. I don't remember my act of contrition. Yeah, I. Um, the next thing is, uh, you can just repeat after me. That's right. Like if you don't remember, I'd be yeah. like, Do you know your? I, I actually yeah, do you know your act of contrition. Yes. Um, we have one posted in our confessional. You we can do. just read it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sometimes people bring a sheet of paper. Yeah. Um, I, um, I don't trust iPhones. I'll just be honest. They listen into conversations. They do. So yeah, I don't bring my phone in. You should not have a phone in confessional. If you, really if you bring your phone in like that, that you're yeah. allowed to, you're the penitent, yeah. but I don't trust them. Yeah. Uh, the church hasn't said anything yet, but it'll be interesting if she does address this question in the future. Yeah. Um, if they can tell me like that I've been talking about, you know, some kind of product. For sure. And uh, and then it pops up on ads. Like yeah. I, I, they're, they're listening in. Yeah. Uh, 
So not to freak anybody out, but yeah. I just don't. Anyway, have your arts of contrition there if you want to. You can <laughs> yeah. pray after me. Also, there's just a real simple prayer you can pray. You know, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Mm-hmm. That's the Jesus prayer. It's a prayer I highly recommend we pray every yeah. day. It's some a part of the Eastern uh, Catholic spirituality. For sure. Um, uh, in Orthodox spirituality, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. The, the Jesus prayer. Then we can do that as our act of contrition. Yeah. So if there's nothing else, you're blanking. And you just, you, you, are you, I, I'm afraid I don't want to go. That's what we can do. Yeah. I, I do just want to give an encouragement, though, that uh, try to memorize it. Submit it to memory. You know, you've memorized the Our Father, the Glory Be, uh, but that it's not a terribly long prayer, but it is such an important prayer. And, and, and to pray it every night as you do your examination of conscience to make an act of contrition like that, that um, it is worth memorizing for sure. Um, we give absolution. That's a beautiful moment to receive yeah. that. Uh, receive the grace. That's God speaking. Yeah. Receive that beautifully. That's mercy. That's forgiveness yeah. right there. Don't hold on to your sins. Let them all go. Amen. When you walk out of there, you're forgiven. Um, I say, uh, uh, I have to go to that point. And then you uh, go in peace, basically. Amen. You know, uh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. You respond to his mercy endures forever. Sure. If you remember, if not, I say it. Yeah. And then, you know, give thanks to the Lord he is good. Yeah. His mercy endures forever. Go in peace. Amen. And it's just like anything else. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it, and the more it becomes just natural and second nature. So, um, um, I, I know I go twice a month. I think you go try to go once a week. I do. Um, I, I highly recommend people go once a month, um, but at least once a year this time, Lent, yeah. before Easter. Get your stuff ready. Amen. I, I encourage the confessional. Uh, we are out of time. So uh, we're just one fun question. This one comes from the audience, actually. Oh, boy. Uh, it is... We, they want to hear one embarrassing. They know we're both sports, you know, people. So one embarrassing sports moment yeah. from uh, high school, grade school that you can think of. I was, um, I was in eighth grade. We were having an undefeated football season. I was the starting running back, and we had a really big game against a school that was a lot bigger than ours. And uh, I was about an hour away. And uh, so I brought all my, I brought my football bag to school. After school, I drove right to, to the bus and got on the bus and go. We get into the locker room. I start getting all my, my pads out and uh, I forgot my cleats. Um, and I was just mortified. So I had to go to my coach and be like, hey, hey, coach, I don't have my cleats. And, and, uh, and then he, 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 he made someone else give their cleats to me <laughs> so I could play the game. And uh, so, Sean Ford, if you're out there listening to this, uh, thank you for your cleats that day in eighth grade. Sorry, I forgot mine. And, uh, but I think I had like a really good game. So might have been Sean Ford's cleats. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is, this is embarrassing if, if you know the situation. But we, in seventh and eighth grade, ran the swinging gate. It's this football play where the quarterback and the center line up and then the whole like offensive line and team like lies up to one side Mm. and they they do it real quick. Like you just like, it's a quick play. Like you run out to the side, they snap the ball and then they throw it out to the running back and you try to like, like you're just trying to make a run, you know, which is, they call it the swinging gate. So obviously you have to practice the swinging gate. And the whole point of it is not, is like, is not to be like the deep, catch the defense off guard where they're huddling. They're not ready. You just run real quick and run the play. Well, um, so the, the, I'm in eighth grade and we're like, it's eighth grade defense, seventh grade offense and a start defense starting offense. And so we're, we're out there playing and the seventh grade offense coach is trying to like practice the swinging gate. And so they're just take, they, they like one of our guys on defense, like swinging gate, right? We like get ourselves our, and we see it. Right. And, they, and it takes them forever. They're supposed to make a quick play, but they're seventh graders, you know? And so <laughs> I run over and the quarterback pitches, like grabs it and pitches it. And I like intercept the gate, the, 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 the pitch yeah. and like run it back. And my coach was furious. <laughs> Like he's all like, how are we supposed to practice? You know, yeah, like yeah, intercepting yeah. the game. You're supposed to pretend like you don't even see it. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, coach. You know, so I, I was well known for intercepting the swinging gate. You ruined the swinging I'm gate. Ruining, I ruined the practice. 
that day. So uh, to God be all the glory. Amen. Uh, we're out of time, so we're just going to give a quick blessing and say the Lord be with you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance towards you. May he give you his peace. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And enjoy confession sometime this Lent. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Become Fire podcast. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit can be found online at www.becomefire.faith. That's .f-a-i-t-h. The Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit are also a 501c3 charitable organization. If you feel called in any way to give financially to their mission, please go to www.becomefire.faith. That's becomefire.faith. May the Lord give you his peace. We'll see you next time.